Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I wanted to do a reflection podcast that really will just talk about the heart of what I learned after doing my first webinar. Now, as you guys know, just to give you my quick bio, I'm a certified cognitive coach. I've been an educator for the past 20 years. I am on professional development teams, not only at the local level, but at a district level. I have presented multiple professional development series um, pieces for many years. But as far as moving it over into my business and moving it into my author career, this was my first actual public open webinar. And I learned a lot from it. I've always wanted to do these. I would always see starting your own class, join here for this webinar on how to learn how to do a webinar. I talked to an author friend last year. I interviewed her on the podcast, and she was actually um, in the middle of crafting her first series. And so I have always looked to this as something on my to-do list. I just needed, I think, a little encouragement and a little push. And that's exactly what Miss Dot did for me. Miss Dot is in a writing group, and she asked me to um, check her work. She's not in one of my personal writing groups that I've had long with standing. It's a new group. Um, I went, I met with her, and we sat over coffee, probably did a podcast about this one, um, and it was lovely. She's writing children's books, and I, I just loved her. Well, she emailed me after she saw Brinkley, and she asked me, you know, for me to tell her what was going on and how was I promoting it and what did I do with my launch. And I was like, okay, so I kind of have myself a little system. I've already shared it with my WWJs, which is my writing group that I coach on Patreon. So I was like, why don't I just turn this around and just share it for everyone, make it free. There's no way I would ever charge for any of these things. Um, because I believe that if I have a gift to share, I need to share that out free. You guys are going to email me and say, wait, have you not realized you can capitalize on this and you can have a business plan and you can put money into Monarch? I know, guys, I know, but I do believe in this this free giving back because I feel like if the Lord has gifted me with a certain talent or skill or I have researched enough to feel confident that the material that I am presented is pretty much industry standard, but it also is unique to my coaching role, then I feel like it could bring value to someone. Why not? You know, let's just let me get it out there. 
And it was a great practice for me. And so as a cognitive coach, I'm always asking my people that I work with to go through these reflective practices, whether it's journaling, asking these questions, these mediative questions to help promote growth. I do it for myself too. After any event, activity, any endeavor that I go through, I always go through some reflection. And I wanted to make my reflections public because if you guys are getting the courage to start a webinar, or if you've already put out some webinars, you can look at my reflections and say, oh, well, I learned this. I hadn't thought about that, or I've already done way more than this, and and my reflections look like X, Y, and Z. And I think that that's really beneficial for all of us as we move forward in our long careers. Because I know there's going to be a next time. I've already scheduled my next webinars. And I'm going to cycle these through. One of my author friends contacted me and said, can you please offer this one again? Because I want to share this out. And I'm like, okay, because she experienced it the first round. She said, you won't believe how valuable this was for me. And I have a friend that couldn't make it this time. So I went ahead as soon as I got that email. I went ahead and I copied the event on Eventbrite. I made a new one on the same topic. I really wasn't planning on cycling them. But as soon as she asked for it, I was like, oh, I I don't have to just do this one time a year. So I did create the How to Launch um, a virtual experience, a celebration uh, with your books again. And I just picked, I think, a June date because I'd already had two scheduled for May. So here are some things that I learned, and I want to read them out to you. I'm not in the car anymore, so I can actually look at my reflection sheet and and share with you guys. Um, number one, I really liked Eventbrite. And because I'm holding free events, Eventbrite is organizing all of that behind-the-scenes collecting of the emails and all of that, the share-outs, the Facebook retweet and the retweets and all that. I really love that as a landing page, but I found out one of my sweet author friends messages me like five minutes, literally five minutes before the event was supposed to start, and she said, why didn't I ever receive that Zoom invite? And I'm like, I sent it to your email. What? Oh, no. And I did a test copy. I did a test email, and I was like, what could have happened? I was like, check your spam folder. Sure enough, it went to her spam. So what I've learned is that I'm going to send out individual email invites. Um, Hopefully, that's going to stop the spam. Hopefully. Um, And all I have to do is just do the BCC. Just, you know, do not reply to this. This is going out to all attendees, you know. Number two, I realized that there needs to be a next time. While I was in my first Eventbrite build, I don't know why it copied. I talked to my friend about this too because she did one on haiku poetry and she got the same thing. She got a copy. She just went and deleted it. But it encouraged me to rename and revamp and do an author podcast 101. So I'm going to be holding that webinar next. And I think it's important that we have multiple ones scheduled at the beginning because when you're on your landing page or that home page in Eventbrite, it says other webinars by this author or by this creative, and it will be at the bottom. And I think that that's great. So if you're planning a webinar, 
please plan a series or multiple dates that you're going to run the same one. Um, even if you just want to take one and run it every month, that's fine. But have it already scheduled, and it's so easy to do by just hip, hitting copy. Because just like when you're creating a YouTube video or, or whatever, you don't want to just have one there and you not show back up. You want to show... Um, content across the board. So I really think it's important that you guys do that at the very beginning. So I was kind of glad it did that. It kind of forced me to think, "Uh oh, I don't want the same one. How, what do I do? I'm just going to rename it because <laughs> I was learning the system too, right? Make a list of things that you're skilled at. Make a, make a list of your talents and gifts that the Lord has given you. And what is it that you could share that could bring value to an author's life or a reader's life? Um, whatever it is, if you started a book club in your neighborhood, do one on creating book clubs, how to organize a book club. There could be someone out there in the world that you could really help go through this organizational checklist in their mind. So that way, when they start a book club, they can have a little bit more confidence to step forward in what God has called them to do. So I would ask you to pray over your topics and then make a list because that's what I did. I prayed over them. I thought about what is it that I feel very confident about sharing. Um, and so that's where, where I'm headed in my webinar series. I will tell you I love Google Slides. Now, I liked that I was able to share after, but I only shared with the people that attended the event, not the people that signed up. If they signed up and they did not attend, they did not get the slides. I am not doing a recording of the webinar. Some people can say, why not? Why? You can get more exposure that way. No, because of privacy and safety issues of attendees, I want to respect the space, okay? So I'm just a little cognizant of that. And you just never know who could be joining you. There were strangers in my room, and I don't know what their past is. I don't know what their comfort level is about recording. That might have stopped them from maybe feeling like they could chat in the chat room um, because the chats are also recorded. And so I was like, okay, I'm not going to record it, but I will give Google Slides as the view so that the attendees can have it. And while I was even in Google Slides, I was able to go to that notes section and type some things in as a reminder to them. So if somebody asked a question, well, how did you do that? I was like, okay, um, that, let me write it here. Because later when they're pulling up the slides, they'll see those notes and they'll know that I specifically wrote those notes in there for them. And it was just a website link, guys. It was just a website link that I had memorized because I use it so much. <laughs> so it was really easy for me to do that. Um, number four, be yourself. I was in pajamas and had my coffee with me. And at the end, when um, a lot of the people had kind of moved out of the room, there was still a few hanging out. There were some of my friends. There was one of a new person that I met through the webinar. They were telling me, doing a quick review with me, which was really cool. They were giving me feedback on the spot. They cut their cameras on, their audio, and it wasn't just in chat. They were going, it was so fun. It was so relaxed. I felt like we were just hanging out, drinking coffee in our house together, talking about writing. And I was like, thank you, Jesus, because that's me. And I don't want to come across as anything other than that, that authentic me. I noticed that people took tons of notes 
They chatted with each other. They were building author community. They were like, oh, let me follow you. Oh, what's yours? I love that because that means that authors knew they had a place where they could then leave and have more people that they could communicate with and connect with. So I thought that was wonderful. I want to do that from now on for the rest of my life. Um, Number five. I created myself a moderator screen. I had a secondary computer set up. Now, when I've been on webinars as research mode, because I've been doing them now to research, I see somebody else's name up there. Like today, I was in a, a webinar this morning early, and it was somebody named Kathy was running the moderator screen. And so she would be like, please stop asking questions in this chat right now. She's not seeing them. Wait till the very end, and then you can ask your questions in the Q&A. She would, somebody would say, my screen turned black. She would say, refresh it, try to do a different browser because everybody else's screens are great. Um, there was a moderator in the chat. Well, if you don't have someone that could come in and be your moderator, at least have a secondary computer up in case you have a crash issue or in case you have something going on with one computer, you can jump right into that one and turn yourself into the host. And I know that sounds silly, but I did a backup plan. I had myself a backup plan. And I could also see the chat running. And I could also see when a new person was wanting to come into the room because I did it through Zoom. And I did it. I have the pro plan now with Zoom. I'm going to talk to you guys on another episode about why I chose to do that um, and my decisions as an author for that. Um, but I want to tell you that whatever platform you use, if you're going to buy one of these expensive webinar, webinar jam or um, web to go or whatever, just, you know, having a moderator screen is really cool. Um, something that I wish I would have done is maybe a few times in between, like maybe do two slides, ask them a direct question, then go over and look at the chat and call people's names out. I didn't do that. Um, I was in the moment on the slides um, and talking to my people. So I really was cognizant about that at the end. Oh, wow, I should have done that. Then when today I watched a webinar, I was like, yeah, she did that so seamlessly. But she had a place in her slide, so they actually, like, asked a direct question, which is hilarious because when I created one of my virtual um, classroom presentations that I'm doing in Google Meet with my students, I actually have this little icon that says, let's chat. And I put it on the slides where I moved from that slide into the chat room with my students to get them to work on their literacy skills. So I'm like, I'm doing it as a teacher. Why didn't I think about that in the webinar? And so um, I, it dawned on me after. And then when I saw it again today, I was like, yep, I saw it again. So just confirmation again. And I needed to use that Let's Chat because that visual is just going to help me know that that's the time for going back over into the chat to the Q&A. Okay, number six, I should have prepared a giveaway. And I practice what I preach sometimes, but not all the time. And I recognize that I should have given a freebie. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, as always, it's not like I'm not, but when I woke up, I was like, oh, I could give away some Audible codes. I could give away some audiobooks. I could say, if you want to use this for a giveaway or your launch, you know, you can give it away as a freebie. And I was going to do a drawing. When I woke up, I had the idea. I forgot to put it in my notes on my phone to remind me. By the time I got downstairs, um, I completely lost the idea. When it was over, I recognized, wait, I forgot the freebie. 
I also should have had a checklist or a brainstorming sheet, especially journal pages. I'm huge with journal pages and reflecting. I cannot believe I forgot that. I did not even think about it. Guys, we could do those on Canva. Like, what was I... I don't know where my mind was, but now I know. And so that's why I love doing these reflective things. They could have, should have, would have. That's great, but that means I've got to apply it the next time. So I'm already praying over what would these things entail? Because one of my um, attendees emailed me after and told me all about the notes that they had taken. And then I was like, okay, if I know I'm going to have these slides and I am going to keep it to the slides... I could do like I do for my students and create a note-taking sheet. That's a whole part of our reading apprenticeship tra- training, the framework that I use as far as my literacy. And I'm trained in all of that stuff. And I'm like, I did not give them a note-taking sheet. That would have been really cool. They could have printed it off. They could have had it up in a separate screen if they wanted. Um, they could have done it on their phone while they had it up. Because you can dock, if you do a Google Doc, you can edit it right then. You just force them to make a copy of it. And that's what it's really good to do. Something that they maybe could use their phone to take the notes and not ha- maybe have to toggle through screens and accidentally hit X. Um, you could think of it that way. Um, but there's always a next time, right? <laughs> and that's why when you do an event, you really need to go into reflective practice. Now, your time frame of reflective practice is up to you. It's it's what how you can how you can manage your time. But because I have such a strict time schedule, I do my reflections soon after. I don't wait. Now, if I'm continuing to build reflections, I go back to my journal and then I add. Um, but I want to encourage you to do the do it soon after or at least a day or two after because you're going to forget the little things. You really will. Um, just other things will crowd your brain. So reflection is something to do either immediate, soon after. You can also talk with friends if you had a friend in the room. They can help you add to your feedback. Um, you could send out a survey, an attendee survey. I actually got this on Monday after one that I was experiencing on Saturday. I got a, a, an attendee survey afterwards. I'd love your feedback. I'd appreciate your feedback as I'm building my platform. Um, if you want to do that, you can. You can do Survey Monkey. It's free. You could do a Google survey, Google, Google a Google form. Super easy to set up to do a Google survey. If you need help on creating one of those, email me, jenlowrywrites at gmail.com, and I can do a quick how-to tutorial on my YouTube channel so you guys can see how to do that. Um, I do them all the time at work, so it won't take me no time to put one of those videos together for you. Um, So number seven, you know I love to do things in sevens. Always follow up your events with a thank you. And I made one on Canva to match my brand. So I love the color purple. Um, I found a beautiful one. It was like um, Happy Grandparents Day card. I just removed it. Thank you. And I wrote, God bless and keep you. Your presence today meant the world. Wishing you all the best as you plan your next book launch or author celebration. And then I put my podcast, Jen Lowry Writes, I put my podcast logo in there, um, and I just moved the podcast word. I just cropped it so it doesn't say podcast, Um, and I can take a picture of that 
and put it in so you guys can see it. Or you can go to my blog, my Jen Lowry Writes um, Everyday Mom Challenge WordPress blog, and you can see that. Um, I also sent out a blog of my reflections and made it public, also including my upcoming webinars on Eventbrite because I now have that landing business page on Eventbrite. So if someone goes to Eventbrite, hopefully if they, you know, have seen my brand enough and they know, you know, all they have to do is type in, you know, Jen Lowry, Eventbrite. Let's see. I'm in front of my computer right now. I'm actually going to test this theory out. And I'm going to show up. And because I have multiple ones, I'm going to be at the top of Google. And this event has ended, the one that I clicked into, how to host a successful virtual book launch. But if you go to the bottom, you see the other ones that I have scheduled, May 6th, May 27th, and June 3rd. So I think it's really cool to have multiple ones. I'm actually going to keep just my image this is my author image that's going to go on the back of Sweet Potato Jones. It's the one that my husband took um, from my hometown. So this image means a lot to me um, because of where my feet are planted. And I know you guys know how sentimental I am. <laughs> so that's the picture of me um, that I'm using. Um, I do look at other people's um, really, really cool ones. They're using Canva, I can tell. Um, how to write and publish a book comes up under mine. And it's her picture, but she has a really cool um, graphic on there. I may go in and create some of those. They're free to create. I already have my author image. Um, so I, I still do want to use the image. But I might add the names of the... Um, of the titles and the dates and everything. Um, and so that's me looking at models and what can I do to improve. You can also go in and follow my events. And as you see, Monarch Educational Services, LLC, you guys know that that's my business. So you can follow my business page on Eventbrite. And so when I'm creating and crafting all of these new events, then you guys will be able to pick up because what I'm going to do is what my friend suggested. I had a friend reach out to me and said, you know, do it again, please. So that author podcast 101, even though I'm holding it in May, I'm also going to hold it at the end of June. So I've already figured out my Eventbrite schedule um, and how I'm going to... Um, rotated around and I'm only going to do three webinars for this year and I'm just going to recycle those three because those are these are really my niche these are these are my things that I love that I can talk about that I'm confident about so um that's what you know and I'm doing self-publishing 101 of course because you guys know I've been self-publishing since 2014 and I've learned a lot along the way um, and I want to give back and I want to share so um, I feel like this is just a really great way to do so now I'm still learning about platforms when with zoom I could actually have 100 people in a room I really don't like that limitation of 100 people. Um, I would love it to be able to have thousands of people to be able to watch these webinars. 
um, or these workshops. I actually kind of like calling them um, workshops more so um, than webinars. But um, I would love to have tons more people. So just thinking about YouTube living one of them is a possibility. But then again, I have my chat people. And I would not possibly be able to moderate it. So as much as I would love it to be more than 100, um, I then go back and just kind of talk myself out of it. I do a lot of that. I will bring up an idea to myself and say, self, I use my librarians all the time. Um, my librarians see me coming and they go, yep, she's wanting to talk something out because I do that. That's a part of my way to process information. Um, so for me, you know, Wanting a lot of people to be there, knowing that I can only have 100 in the room, saddens me in a way, but then again, maybe it will encourage people to long-range plan. And um, this will be something that maybe, you know, in the future, I will learn more platforms where I can have a thousand people in. And if my business somehow, if the Lord blesses me in one way, I can turn it around into a paid platform. Um, right now, um, you know, I tell you this, the Lord always starts me small. And so with this, with these webinars, I'm going free and I'm going small um, because that's what I can do within my budget right now. And so I apologize for you guys. I love you all that listen to the podcast. And if you're like, oh my gosh, Jennifer, I've already went in and the 100 tickets are gone. Um, just keep looking out and email me, jenlowrywrites at gmail.com because Guys, I will do what I can um, to look at times. If you're like, okay, I can never do anything at 1 or 7 o'clock. If this is you, if this is you saying this right now, going, this woman, she needs to look at Wednesdays. She needs to do Saturdays. I wish she'd really hold me a Saturday event. Go ahead and email me now, and I will check my calendar. Um, and I promise I'll do whatever I can to try my best to accommodate you guys. Um, so just email me and, and let me know. Um, the way that I've staggered um, everything out um, with the self-publishing. Okay, so it did not show it. Let's see. I'm going to my event dashboard. I'm trying to do one at 3 o'clock, one at 7 o'clock. But when the... Um, when the school year starts back, I'm not going to be able to do 7 o'clock during the weekday because I'm homeschooling. So for me, just, you know, I have to work around the schedule that I have at home. But in the summer months, I can do a 7 o'clock at night. That's no big deal. Um, but then that's when if I needed to do a Saturday night or something like that. I just know based on what I was researching, webinars on the weekend, um, might not, you know, garnish a lot of attendees. Like, it's usually like midweek. It's a great date. So, I'm trying it. And I, but don't say that it's not going to be what I'll do. Um, I can change those up. So, just give me an email. Um, but I really want to go back to talking about reflective practice and webinars. I'm so thankful to the Lord. So, I'm going to reflect on my thankfulness. And I'm going to really share my gratitude to Miss Dot. Because if it was not for this elder reaching out to me about Brinkley Makes Headlines, 
I might not have taken that next step in my business. And I've always wanted to do this. So I know I've got a huge learning curve. And I know I've got great places for improvement. But I started. And that's what matters. I need you guys to really pray over the things that you've always wanted to start. And ask the Lord to give you the wisdom and the strength. And to surround yourself by a strong community. So that when you do start, it's a celebration from the beginning. Um, I'm going to do another episode about my my passion about one person. Uh, I really want you guys to um, listen to that. Maybe it can help you. Maybe you'll think, wait, that's just a kooky way to think about business. But I'm so passionate about that. That is my true like principle behind how I view my business. And I want to share that with all of you. I shared it during the middle of the webinar and I did get a wonderful email response back just from that one topic that resonated that one slide resonated with a member that was there and they emailed me about that about my philosophy and I really want you guys to know who you listen to all the time too um I did get slammed on an e- on a uh, Facebook group, like, how dare someone do webinars? Who do they think they are? Well, well, that person doesn't know who I am. <laughs> and I did not allow that to destroy my confidence about webinars. I'm certified. I'm published. I'm an authority in the writing community. I understand that I am not perfect. And I am learning and researching every single day. I joined a webinar this morning to learn new things. I'm so open to that, but I also have a heart of giving. And the minute that I put myself out there, the devil can come in and try to attack. You can either give up or you can keep pushing through. And I'm going to be the one that's going to keep pushing through because my career matters. This matters for me, for my family, and I'm pursuing that calling that the Lord has put on my life. And I'm so thankful for the people that are surrounding me positively. So I hope that you guys have a blessed day. Do a webinar if that's what you've always wanted. Email me at JenLowryWrites. If you need some personal coaching on all of this, you guys know I have my Patreon page, Writing Warriors for Jesus. We are a strong little group. I can't tell you how much I love my group. Um, And it's just a shout out to all of them. Um, And they have really been instrumental in me continuing to develop myself too. Because as an author, you know, I'm learning from other models And I want to go out there and learn and research and then share back with my group. Same way with you guys. That's one of the things I love about the podcast. You email me things. I'm going out and learning. Someone messaged me yesterday about the affiliate program with ProWritingAid. Guess what? I'm an affiliate now with ProWritingAid. So you're going to see that in my link. So if you guys... um, if you guys would want to buy Pro Writing Aid, use my code. You're a part of my community. You get extra 20% off. Um, and then that helps me build my business side too. And then you can learn how to get that affiliation, that relationship with Pro Writing Aid. It's super easy. So, um, you know, I'm always learning. And you guys are teaching me things too. And that's the beauty of the writing community. Um especially the Christian writing community, because there is no malice, there is no jealousy, there is no envy or strife. We are building brothers and sisters up.
so that they can walk into their calling and do their work that the Lord has called them to do. This is not a competition. This is the building and the edifying up of brothers and sisters. Amen. All right, guys. I hope y'all have a blessed day. I'm going to be back on. I've got a few more topics that I wanted to cover with you guys, and I will make those later. I'm in the middle of my lunch period right now, and I'm going to have to go eat. <laughs> so I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Now that you've found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.